Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day. <laughs> Greetings. Welcome <laughs> to the next episode of Just, Just One, One thing. thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of mindfulliving.today. And you can also find us on Facebook at Mindful Couple. And we would love for you to join our really supportive group on Facebook at Facebook Groups, Mindful Living Today with Lisa and Brad. And yes. that's on Facebook Groups. Today we are going to talk about mindful eating. Mm-hmm. Mindful eating is something that I really became aware of when we went on our retreat at the Omega Institute for mindful, mindfulness-based stress, stress reduction. reduction. And we had a really interesting exercise in mindful eating. Uh, why don't you tell us about that exercise? <laughs> Take it away, Lisa. <laughs> Take it away, Lisa. <laughs> um, so the exercise that they teach in uh, mindfulness-based stress reduction is they give you a raisin. And you spend probably 15 minutes eating oh, one raisin. Oh, more like 15 hours. <laughs> first, first you look at you it. You just hold it and you feel it. What does it feel like? How observe. heavy is it? Yeah, you it, smell it. Does it stick to your fingers? Does it have a sound? Does it have a sound? <laughs> um, and once you've totally experienced the tactile, right. uh, all there is to gain tactilely from the raisin, then you're, you only, you don't even put it in your mouth. You put it to your lips. What does it feel like? And you notice what it feels like on your <laughs> lips. You notice the experience in your mouth. Frequently when you get prepared to put food in your mouth, you will start salivating. Oh, absolutely. So you, you can observe that there's salivation where your mouth is getting prepared to and, eat and something. They, and they guided us through and that. They so, got, oh, right. And they would say, oh, do you feel okay, salivation now, in your mouth? Right. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then you would just put it between your teeth and something different happens. And so you would observe that. But really it took forever to eat oh, yeah. this and, one and raisin. And and you felt it in Slowly your mouth, and you moved around, around your mouth, really trying to get every tactile, every, every flavor, experience. every um, sensory experience you well, could possibly get out of it. And the other thing is noticing what your brain is doing while you're doing this right? very slow yeah. eating, which yeah. sometimes it's like, can we just get on and eat this? I know some people complain they hate raisins, so for them... Just the experience Correct. of having oh, to yeah, eat the yeah. raisin was, you know, they had all the language about why do I have to eat this raisin? Right, I sure. hate raisins. Some people were surprised that they Absolutely. thought they hate raisins, but they actually enjoyed it because they were eating it in a different way. Absolutely. So that really is the the basic concept of mindful eating. So let, let me... Please go further. So that, that brings to mind, I believe there are really two ways to consider mindful eating. Okay. One is to use eating to induce and promote and improve mindfulness, right? which is exactly what we did. That's what we're describing. You know, we focused right. on the sensations of it. And I think that's also where the concept of savoring yes. comes in, yes. where you're really using the, the, the process of eating right. to induce and create a, a mindful sensation. It's a moment-to-moment moment awareness. Right. And the other thing is to, use, is to actually use... Um, um, a mindful Mind, mindfulness to help right. you eat and have better nutrition in a different way. In yes. a different way, you can actually use mindfulness to 
control your appetite. Right. I don't want to say control, but to regulate. Yes. And and you can use or regulate mind, cravings. You can you can mind, use mindfulness to improve your nutrition. You can use mindfulness right. to improve the quality of your eating. Yes. So that's the. the and other I think way uh, uh, like uh, what's the what's the new noom. Noom, yes. Noom, they talk about behavior, uh, behavioral modification. modification. Yeah. That that's actually where mindfulness comes sure. into play. Is uh, right, with, and so and so when I think of understanding your behavior, when I think of mindfulness to improve your eating, I'm thinking of of using it to say, "Oh, I'm really craving uh, some Cheetos right now." Right, and now I use mindfulness to say. Hmm, is that something that I really want to do right now? Is right. that something that I'm using to comfort me right now? Right. Do I really just want to treat right now and that's what I would like? Right. And the mindfulness gives you choice. Right. You can pause and say, do I really want this? Am I going to indulge in a treat right, right. now? Or is this or, or am I saving myself from, you know, a bingey right. kind, exactly. you know, kind of a thing where I'm going to eat two bags of right. Cheetos? Right. So you use mindfulness to actually Improve your eating, improve your nutrition, and take you in the direction that you want to and go. And improve your awareness right. about your overall dietary intake. So I, I like to combine the two. So. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, so I, one of the things that um, you can do when you're um, using eating as a mindfulness tool is just like you did with the raisin, but not to that extreme. Right, or, or to that, you know, but, whatever. But, but basically, with, you know, with every bite of food, you know, you take it, you feel the sensations, smell you feel it. the flavor, you smell it. And you savor, you know, all of those sensations with each bite. Right. You might even put your fork down between right, each bite. Right. And you really savor that. So you're using it as a mindful experience. But what also happens is as you are going through that process of truly savoring, you actually are able to tune into your own body's appetite right, controls right. a little better. And oftentimes you'll find if you really indulge, use mindfulness used eating as a mindfulness tool, you will find that all of a sudden you're eating less. Right. Because you've slowed yourself down. It takes time. You actually realize that you're full a lot sooner right. than you might have because a lot of times people just eat mindlessly. Right. And they're just stuffing their face. And so all, you know, they're, they're eating faster than their um, satisfaction sensors in right. their stomach and elsewhere can kick into, into place. And so right. they, they're actually eating far more than they need to because it, it really takes 10, 15 to 20 minutes sometimes right. for the fat sensors and the carbohydrate sensors in your gut to say, oh, wait a wait second, a minute, we're done. You're, you're full. And if, right. you're, if you're eating a full meal in 15 minutes, you're never getting that. Yeah, the other thing that, that if when you slow it down is you may notice the flavors more. Sure. That you need less mouthfuls oh, yeah. to gain that same Absolutely. satisfaction of having that favor. And I know we have... Um, talked about the guy with the plum in our class, oh, but yeah. that's the perfect, sure. you know, the perfect example was that the next thing we would ask to do is to mindfully eat lunch, right? to go yeah. into lunch and be very mindful about what our lunch tasted Savor like. Savor. Try, try to use the experience of the raisin as much as you could while, could you, were while you were eating. And then when we came back from lunch, they asked us to share the experience. And this guy who was, who was the epitome of a Wall Street Journal, in fact, <laughs> yes. he was, he was a Wall Street Journal stock trader, I think. Um, raised his hand to share, which he never shared before and didn't share after that, but raised his hand to share this experience. And he ended up in tears describing how delicious this plum was. <laughs> um, and the plums were good. I mean, he, you know, Grant, Michelle, they, yes. were, they, were, they were good plums. But he literally was choked up describing how delicious this plum and, and was. And awe-inspiring. Just, just, yeah, he was just in awe of how amazing this one piece of fruit could be. And he probably didn't want a second... No, plum right. because he, was, he enjoyed he the first up. one Absolutely. so much. 
Um, so I think there's many ways that you can do this. One of the other things that um, we talk about frequently is uh, using mindfulness. As you said, when, when you have a, I, I had a headache this morning, not feeling yes. all that great. When I don't feel well, I'm always, I get a cue to eat bread, bread right. with butter, grilled cheese, anything Pastina. that's, yeah, <laughs> noodles, anything that's a, that's a processed bread product, um, hopefully with some kind of fat on top of it. And so how can you use mindfulness sure. to have a choice when those cravings yeah. are triggered? So would you like to talk about that more? Or? Well, yeah, let's, um, so, so to me, if you are practicing mindfulness, it'll, like anything, like remember we've talked about anger. Mindfulness gives you that right. pause to say, oh, How do I I'm feeling that right. anger well up in me. How do I want to react in this moment? Do I right. want to just like let it loose or do I want to say, wait a second, this person may have a different story. Let me settle myself down. Let me right. take a breath before I react. And you can do the same thing with the sensations of, oh, I want to eat more chocolate. Or, oh, right. I want to eat noodles or bread or chips. whatever. I want to sit down and, and eat a bag of chips. And you can pause, use your mindfulness strengths that you have built and say, oh, is this something that I really want to do? Am I truly hungry? Right. Do I really want something else that might be more, more nutritious for me? Right. Um, do I know that this is something that my mother gave me and will make me feel soothed? Or loved. And, and actually make the choice of doing that. It's, it's, I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's you not don't easy. do it. Right. But I'm just saying you have the choice to say, oh, right. I think I really will eat some noodles. It will make me feel better. I'll feel. Right. But, I'll, but I use those mindfulness tools to say, well, I'm just going to have. Half a bowl. Well, it disrupts the it disrupts the automatic behavior. It disrupts gonna, binge or, or eating. I'll, or I'll eat a bowl of ice cream instead of a whole carton. Right. Because I can right. pause and say, "Oh, I've had sufficient. Right. I allowed myself to have this, this treat. Small I'm not, not going right. to go beyond that. Right. And I was I um I think when we as we were preparing for this, I was talking about using a hack. So so the the fact that I have an awareness of when I get this way, I want to eat only bread products. My next thing that I do is start thinking about, okay, what's as close as I can get to a bread product that still feels like it's going to fit sure. that uh -huh. category of combined processed white something with fat on it. Yum. <laughs> with a little sugar sprinkled on top as well. How, you know, how close can I get and uh -huh. still be satisfied? So, for example... Um, you could have a banana with peanut butter, right. you know, a small amount, right. of, you know, yes. a normal serving of peanut butter with a banana. Well, that's very high fat. It's a nice amount of carbs. And so that will frequently yeah. be enough to satisfy that thing to say, I just need to eat carbs and fat. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you can make a better choice instead of just sitting down with a loaf of bread and butter. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. And I think, you know, you can also use mindfulness to, for example, um, when we talk about being with uncomfortable emotions, right. like anger, what does that actually feel like? You can actually teach yourself to eat things that you may not like, right. that you know are healthy for you. Right. Because you can explore, well, what does this sensation of Brussels sprouts taste like in my mouth? Where and what, I, what exactly I, don't I like about where it? Where am I sensing that? Right. Is, is it the bitterness? Is it the texture? And you can think about that and actually say, well, I don't really like the bitterness, but I guess I can tolerate it. And I know that these greens are right. good for me. Right. And so you can actually overcome a lot of things that might be preventing you from having a better nutrition in right. your life. Um, by well, just, by just exploring those sensations and right. is it truly that I, am I going to actually retch right. <laughs> and spit it out or is it actually something that I can live with and be okay with and right. just learn to eat new things? And a lot of times when you expose yourself repeatedly to things like bitter right. greens, those kinds of things, Textures. you tend to develop a taste for it. And right. if you can expose yourself and deal with those uncomfortable feelings for three to eight times, right. all of a sudden, like, 
You well, can tolerate well, this isn't it. bad. I can eat this. I can include this in my diet right. because I know it's good for me. It's got fiber. It's got a lot of phytonutrients. I'm right. going to be much healthier if I include greens right. in my diet, just as an example. Right. Well, and for me, I, I was, when I was thinking about it, a lot, I'm very um, triggered by texture. There's a yes. lot of foods uh -huh. that I do not like the texture of. And so for me, especially with, like, I don't like vegetables at all, pretty much. So um, for me, uh, broccoli, you know, broccoli right. is the magic food. And so for me to eat broccoli... I um, I don't like the texture, but I can tolerate the texture cooked to a certain amount. Right. Yeah. You know, it has to yeah, get yeah. to a certain softness, um, and then I can you know I can eat a serving and I'm okay sure. with it. I, I'm never going to love broccoli. I'm never going to eat a ton of broccoli, um, but I can get it to I can cook it. But but I had to stop and say, okay, what about this experience? Sure. Don't I like instead of and we were raised. Um, I don't know about your. I don't know how we never talked about this, but in my family, you ate what was put on your plate. Right. That, that was it. You know, if your my, mom, my sister used to sit there for, for hours because she wouldn't eat the greens. Hours, <laughs> yes, and and gagging and and spitting out <laughs> stuff in your napkin, hoping the dog would come by. <laughs> so, um, so for me, you know, and I think for a lot of people, if that was your experience as a child, right. you have to get over that initial reaction of I hated this as a kid. Oh, yeah. I hated this as a kid. I was made to eat this as a kid. So I hate this now. Well, okay, but maybe I have a different experience now as an adult because I have the choice of whether I want to eat it or not. If I can just figure out maybe what part of this I sure. didn't enjoy. Well, and you can use mindfulness as you're assembling your meal. As, as that right. sort of made me think that because typically I'm going to have some, let's say some baked French fries. I'm going to have maybe some chicken on a bun uh, and I, I can stop mindfully think, well, what should I do to actually complete this meal? And I right. might include some greens, right. some Put a couple yellow, leaves of spinach on your... or red vegetables right. of some type or another. Right. And you can use mindfulness and meal prep to make sure that you're getting proper nutrition, yes. which, which will help because it's just the pausing, the considering. Right. And it's, as we've emphasized so many times, it's just getting yourself away from autopilot. Right. Whether it really it's is. whether it's how much you eat, whether it's what you eat, whether it's when Choices. to stop eat, eating, yeah. etc. Yeah. It just gives you that moment to say, do I want to go ahead forward the way autopilot right. was taking me? Absolutely. Or do I want to pause and have a thought about what's kept me? So we've talked a little bit about different ways of using mindfulness to improve your eating and using eating to improve your mindfulness. Right. What would you give people as the just one thing that uh, you would have them start with, think about, etc.? You know, I think it would be um, become, become, expose yourself to the experience of consuming something mindfully. Yeah. So whether it's a cup of tea, whether it's a soda, sure. whether it's an apple, whether it's peanut butter, whatever food you want to want to right. ingest, um, you know, just just take three or four minutes to have one spoonful of okay. it or one mouthful well, of that's it. That's almost exactly what I was going to say. Is um, one of the tricks that I use when I coach some people because mm -hmm. it works for them. As I say, when you start eating, put a timer on. Right. And every day, try to make your meal last a little longer. Uh -huh. I don't care what you do, whether right. it's chew more, whether it's put your fork, fork down, down between the bites, right. whether it's chew longer and swallow more, whatever. If you just try to time your meals to be a little bit longer every right. day, pretty soon you're going to be very mindful about what's going on right. during that time to extend that period. You'll start savoring more. Right. You'll start chewing more. You'll be putting your fork down. And pretty soon... You'll be in a place where you can better manage how much you're eating, what you're eating, etc. Yeah. Now we, one of the things that we'll probably talk about sometime in the future, um, because I'm really, uh, I think it's the way that most people should eat is 
it's what's called intuitive eating. Okay. Where you allow your, your if you really listen, your body knows what it needs. Okay. Um, but one of the first steps to really do that in the right way is to first become mindful. Because most people, if they try to do intuitive eating right now, they're going to say, my body wants Twinkies and bread and, bread and butter. Bread. And so, so I don't let, I really don't advise people to sort of approach and embrace intuitive eating until they're first really mindful, mindful. Mm -hmm. about their eating. So this is a really powerful first step into, you know, better nutrition, better weight management, those kinds of things. Okay. So Awesome. Yeah. Love it. With that, this has been Just, Just One, One Thing. Thing.